My name is Matt Brown. What's your name? Why don't you chill a little bit? Chill with the immaculate vocals, goddamn. Don, who you here with? I'm here with my sweet darling. That's enough of you, bro. That's enough. Rose killing it. How long? Look how he's bleeding back and shit. Like, and let's start the show. Here's my wife. Did you guys fuck before the show? No, we didn't. <laughs> are y'all gonna fuck after the show? Yes, we are. Hey, do you see? Do you see the energy we put now? Let me see these glasses. Can I see these? Goddamn. The fuck? I can see the future. I can see the future right now. I'm getting dizzy. Guess get Lasix, get some Lasix. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Friday, a feel-good Friday, February 2nd, 2024. Happy Groundhog Day. Happy birthday to my amazing grandma. Grandma Fran, you have a wonderful day today. I love you so much. You are an amazing person to so many people. But I also want to let you know on this February 2nd, we have an incredible episode of Productive Conversations. This is a new edition of the Tweet Cap, where we are going to review some of the biggest stories from the past week, plus break down some other interesting conversations. But before we get into all of that, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, X and Twitter at ProdCobblePod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. And this show has been brought to you by Magic Mind. Why don't you find a new alternative to help increase your energy, boost your concentration, revive your stress and anxiety, and live your best life by taking Magic Mind today and check out the exclusive check out our exclusive deal by going to the link in this description below or type in magicmind.com slash jam productive conversations and use promo code productive 20 to get 55 and then an additional 20% off your first subscription to magic mind this deal lasts until february 10th so get it before it expires so yes it's a very good show today we're gonna keep it short and sweet with some very interesting topics we talk about elmo's viral tweet as he went to check in on us we talk about kelsey and taylor once again as they take another step in their incredible relationship and now are a major story in this year's super bowl 
We discussed that. We discussed the new, sh- the recent phenomenon of Love on the Spectrum, which is on Netflix. We talked situationships, Justin Timberlake, and a lot of other good things. So this is a very, very good episode. We have a new friend joining the show today. His name is Jefferson, Jefferson Garcia. We are so excited to have him. He's a member of Gen Z. He let, he's going to help break us. He's going to help break down some of the most insane stories that are going to happen throughout the future from a Gen Z perspective, but we also hear his great opinion on the matter. He's a funny, bright young man, and we are so happy to have him be a part of the team. So Jefferson makes his debut today. We have Ryan and Jose. So why don't we discuss some of the crazy things that happened this past week in our insane world. But we will no doubt have some fun with it. So let's do it. Jefferson, Jose, and Ryan, it's your guys' turn once again. Let's talk what is trending in our world. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. Another week is in the books. So it's time to talk about what's going on in this crazy world we have going for us. Here's another tweet cap here on the Productive Conversations podcast. What's going on, everybody? I'm Matt Brown, your host with Ryan Page with me. How's it going, Matt? Great to see you, Ryan. Jose Rivera's here. What up, Matt? <laughs> What's up, Jose? And we have a new friend joining us today. Um, don't worry, he is there. His lighting broke, but that's okay. We're going to make a comeback out of it anyways. But new friend to the team is our friend Jefferson joining us for the first time. What's up, Jefferson? How you doing, Matt? Thank you for having me on your show. Tonight. Of course. Of it's course. An honor. Hey, it's an honor to have you. We're glad to spread the wealth. We'll be growing the team a little more to help um, to help some great things that have been happening with the show, with the sponsorship, and um, more views are coming. So it's great to have you part of this new chapter. Of course. Thank you. Many more stuff to come. Exactly, my friend. And we're we are now figured out how to actually play videos for you. No music to them, but play videos to you. Um <laughs> so that's exciting. You don't have to see from me holding up my iPad anymore. Mm. And um so pretty cool things happening for the show as we grow a little more. Uh Jefferson, let me ask, what is your last name? Just curious. My last name is Garcia. Jefferson Garcia. All right. Jefferson, Jose, Ryan, we are here. And let us talk about what happened in our crazy week, in this crazy world this week. First things first. Everybody knows that this is the week before the Super Bowl. This past Sunday was your championship Sunday. It resulted in the Kansas City Chiefs winning the AFC championship and the San Francisco 49ers winning the NFC championship. So next week is Super Bowl week. We have a great tweet cap regarding that. And though the let's let's let me just be upfront right now. And I feel I have some credibility. I've covered the NFL. Every, for every single week the last two years, I just covered the conference championship extensively. Check that out um, with Kevin Schaefer. But I think it's fair to say that the biggest story coming into this game, and it may very well be the one of the only times the actual game overshadows the Super Bowl, that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship is enhanced to the next level. Taylor was at was in Baltimore for the AFC Championship. 
She saw her mans have an incredible game. He's one of the big reasons why they actually beat the Ravens. And once again, for another Lamar Hunt trophy ceremony, the Chiefs are celebrating. Only this time, Taylor Swift joined the celebration. We saw Ta- Travis We saw Travis Kelsey go up to his girlfriend. No, she seems more casual, relaxed, doesn't even have her hair straightened. And we probably saw one of the most wholesome moments ever caught on camera, where we see Travis say, I love you, but he has to chill with the boys. And you know what? She seemed very, very happy, too. I felt it was a genuine moment. And for somebody who is pro- won't lie back and forth on how he feels about the Kelsey-Taylor relationship, but leaning towards am happy for it, I just you know, just wanted a little break. But you know now, for me at least, guys, when I saw that interaction, when I saw this picture, I mean, I could share already show you our new share feature, but just to make it quick already. But when I saw this picture, guys, I feel true love is right here. And now everybody is being a big hater on it. And I have to tell you guys something, too. Doing research for this. I'm on NFL Twitter normally. I actually hit a Swifty. Uh, I hit a Swifty's tweet, and Twitter decided that I'm now a part of Swifty Twitter. <laughs> and some of these tweets that I've seen now being a, now in my algorithm, it really shows, man. These chicks really love her and him and that whole family. Yeah, they and, do. <laughs> I mean, there's this one quote that Taylor is naming Kelsey's father. Ed, which I didn't even know, <laughs> then them interacting and saying stuff like Taylor is the final piece to the Kelsey family puzzle. <laughs> Some stranger said that. 450,000 impressions. <laughs> um, I mean, I wish I came man, up with that. I, I said to you, Ryan, like, man, would you happy well, yeah, that people this do you think people would be happy that would you you think you'd be happy that this many people care about you? <laughs> like no. genuinely care about you? I think I would I would be totally overwhelmed if that number of people cared that deeply about me on both sides of this argument. The people mm-hmm. who are like, um, you know, if someone said I was the final piece of my my wife's puzzle, the final I piece would, of the Wilkerson puzzle. Well, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, what is going on? Uh, But also, if someone got mad at me for being on screen for exactly 44 seconds out of a three-hour broadcast, I'd be equally as confused and upset. So uh, no winning for her on this one. But I, yeah, no, that's a lot of attention. And I mean, I'm sure she's used to it, but man, that's just weird to have strangers say that, like to have strangers so genuinely believe that about you and your Boyfriend, even though they've never met either of you, that's that's got to be a bizarre thing to have to deal with every day. And like, here's a note. Here's I found the tweets that I screenshotted. Remember what Ed, you know, the Kelsey's dad. This this is what somebody said. Hail (laughs) at in my dreamland. Remember when Ed said he went out and bought all her CDs to start listening to her music more? Crying emoji. Then went back to make sure they were Taylor's versions. He truly adores her. You just want to make sure she's making that money if she's going to join the family. Don't want to be paid Scooter Braun a cent. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> though. Ed buy a second house. <laughs> Regardless, though, guys. I think this is, is this the biggest story coming into Super Bowl week? 
you know, wanting to see if Taylor can make it from Tokyo, Japan to Las Vegas, Nevada in 12 hours so she could see her mans, which is a Disney Channel original movie plot. Yeah, I think it is, but only because no one likes the two teams. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, it's not true. Everybody likes the Chiefs. Who's everybody? Name everybody, everybody because everybody. I don't. That's not true. Yeah, Jose, I'm getting the majority. <laughs> they turned it to the yeah. to the villain now. The I'm Chiefs sticking, are the... the Chiefs are the team to put your money on because oh, I'm sure. going with, with. There's Taylor Swift is bringing luck. I don't know what where she, where she got it from, but she's bringing them luck, and I'm just taking. I'm riding it all the way. I mean, I agree with you. Bet on the Chiefs. But I'm just saying, most people don't want the Chiefs to be in this game. Most people don't want the Niners to be in this game. I feel like the reason that Taylor's the biggest story, like, is she going to be there and all that, is because nobody cares if either of these teams win. They really uh, are going to... Jefferson, what do you think about the whole Kelsey and Taylor relationship? You think it's beautiful? Uh, it's nice, man, you know. They have love for each other. The only problem is, you know, they're famous, so they can't live, like, a normal life. Like, if you fell in love with someone, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't be the same, but what are y'all talking about? I've been hearing about that, too. Like, especially in school, that's what everybody's talking about, the relationship, the games. And I like what he said, that people are, like, more into the relationship instead of the teams that are playing for the Super Bowl game. I know, it's... And everybody's really going to wait to see if the Kansas City Chiefs happen to win the Super Bowl to be their fourth in five years. No, sorry, that'd be their third in five years. And Which is crazy. It's not that Bill, crazy. Patriots just did it. Well, that's hard. That's rare. It's hard when they, yeah. It's, hard when they it's really it hard to yeah. win back-to-back Super Bowls in general. But anyways, um, with this moment right here, they're really waiting to see if Travis Kelsey will propose to Taylor Swift during the Super Bowl series. Oh, stop it. That, that's, There's betting line for that. There's a Is betting really? line on that. Yeah. Yes. You could bet money what? on that. Idiots. Well, let me see. Where, let, what's the betting? Let me, where Where do you bet this and what's the odds to say no? <laughs> I don't know the odds, but I know there's a betting I'm, line. I'm so, so put all my money on no. Okay. So I knew, so I happen to see it a few different places. Um, with the Action News Network, it's Action News Network, with Action Now, and these are the odds according to FanDuel, all right? So FanDuel, right? It is plus 920 that he will propose, minus 2200 that he won't. So high odds, actually. It's very high that they think he won't do it. And I don't think it'd be a good idea that was for the sense that you're taking away the moment from your teammates. That will really be documented as the bigger deal in the um, in the Super Bowl's history. They will reference that right away. And, you know, if you really do a huge, huge proposal like that, like literally millions of people witnessing, you really want to hope that you make it the whole way. Or you will have one of the most awkward moments caught on television forever. And the only other connection I can have this on a smaller scale, John Cena proposed to Nikki Bella. (laughs) And how long did that? I don't even think they got married. No, they didn't get married. They didn't even get married. And now they have this moment that is clearly cut from broadcast. (laughs) Probably is not fun for them. And um, 
Well, I think that's the risk. You should not. You should be aware if you're going to make a huge proposal like that. Yeah, if Travis or anyone who knows him is listening, I, when I proposed to my wife, and we're not famous people, it's it took a couple of like. My my wife was shocked, obviously, like, oh my god, this right, but like, not yes right away. <laughs> like the yes came after a minute. Like I was like, you know, yeah, it is real. It's actually happening. And any answer, any indication on where we're leaning here, like it's an awkward thing, even when you know it's a sure bet, as I did, because, you know, I'd already bought the ring and my wife knew that. So I don't know. To do it in front of all those cameras, you've got to be really sure that you're going to get a, a like a picture perfect moment, because even if the answer is yes, it could still be awkward in like bad TV, you know? Yeah. You think he should do a Jefferson? I believe he should have, because. I mean, you're the way you're saying it. You're persuading me to say no. He shouldn't because you make it sound like you're right. Because he is gonna take away the moment from his team, you know. Yeah. Even if they do win, like it's when he proposed, you know, it's gonna the attention's gonna be more towards that than to they win. Yeah. That's and what, what if they lose? <laughs> and you yeah, can't that do it. Too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. He loses. You can't do it then. That'd be wild. Then you're taking away from a different team. <laughs> <laughs> loses. Nah, and they, man, she says no, which wouldn't happen, but. You know, you never know. I mean, you're right. She could change her mind on that flight yeah. from he, from wherever she at. From Tokyo. That's a long flight. She yeah. might be tired. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like it. she'd probably appreciate a private moment because she doesn't get a lot of private moments anymore. Besides, I, so. I they, they see they've been only dating for, what, a year? A little less than a year. Something like that, yeah. So that's 35, too. though. So you move faster at 35, I feel like. She's 35? They both are. I think they're both 34, but yeah. Oh, Ooh, still same that age. old? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't call it old, 35. <laughs> I mean, she dressed like she's freaking 21. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the key. You cannot, don't let the old person a come out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Hide the old person behind Forever 21. regardless though we'll probably some more information as the weeks go by but i think this also proves that just taylor's the most important person in the world i was the first to coin that in the summer and now if people care so much about a relationship like this well look right am i right making a strong case for most important person in the world (laughs) i won't lie to you Ed, I got a lot of trouble when I disagreed with you for an entire summer, but it's becoming more and more true. So, and you know, this is a story for another day. Now people are trying to get her vote in yeah. this election year. That <laughs> will single-handedly decide it. We'll wait until after the Super Bowl to cover that story. Exactly, but we'll see where this goes. Kelsey and Taylor, another story. And you know, do we want to just call out? You know, Colin Cowherd for once actually was liked on Twitter. <laughs> defending it and i do agree with some of his points but what do you think about anyone else who actually hates this relationship who actually feels some type of way who actually has an opinion in general of it like why do you care so much i, mean, I suppose we have an opinion on it too ours is just not negative you know, right so for the most part but I, mean, I should say negative opinion but they're really letting these two lovebirds ruin their lives hence why you know in general <laughs> In general, mm-hmm. people are jealous of just true love like that. Now you have the ultimate example of it. Yeah, it's all weird. You think this would be everybody's like favorite? 
No, Ryan's pause for a second. Star in the you know country football mm-hmm. guy. No. Got you, got you, Ryan. Oh, I think Ryan's paused, but um, I think all the t- the Swifties are attacking them at this moment. <laughs> Man, well, this is a good transition to talk. Hey, Ryan, you're back. Yeah, but I heard you the whole time, but I I catch you didn't catch me. So, so, so wow. you want to just finish your thought, then we'll move on. I was just saying, this feels like it should be everyone's favorite love story. Mm-hmm. You know, football player from the middle of America, the pop star. This feels like it should be everyone's like dream, like a storybook. And the fact that people aren't seeing it that way is just wild to me. But what do I know? Well, you know what? Why don't we transition from one love story to the other? We're only two weeks early. These could have. I was thinking when I was looking at the rundown, man, this would be a great Valentine's Day show. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't we now continue on with what looks to be one of the hottest reality TV shows right now? Probably the most wholesome reality TV show I've seen in a long time. And that is Netflix's Love on the Spectrum. What is Love on the Spectrum? The uh, long line line for the show is that seven young adults on the autism spectrum dive headfirst into the dating pool, exploring the unpredictable world of love and relationships. These clips, clips of this show are all over the place. I've started to check it out. And I cannot just and I just always have a big smile on my face. Again, true love is dope to see when it's genuine. And I find from this show with the cast and talent, it's the most wholesome show. You know, you can't really overly produce a show like this with the type of people who are being featured on here, people with special needs. You know, with shows like The Bachelor and Love is Blind and Milf Island. It, you can you know, manipulate it a little more, but you know, with, I think you could see from the show, they just show the camera trying to help people find their match in love. And it's really sweet to see it. We need to protect people like Connor and Tanner, Tanner and journey and Abby and David. I mean, how can you not like this show? Isn't it nice that we have a show where people are looking to find love and nothing stupid like the real housewives where they call each other the C word and call each other bitches and throw tables down and stuff like that i could get like somebody who's actually happy to be at work i could get people you know going through dates and it shows no matter where you are no matter what person you are dating's hard for everybody i try to find that connection but you can also find some nice smooth stuff like here like i saw I remember one clip with one of the girls she asked the guy can i give you a big kiss and the guy's like oh i'm not ready i don't know if about that but then he she brings out her she kisses it was adorable <laughs> What do we think about this show, guys? Who's seen it? I'm tempted oh, to say goodness. we start with. I'm tempted to say we start with Jose. Yeah, I've seen. So you text me this, so I was like, <laughs> you know what? Let me give it. Let me give it an episode. So I went to go see the first episode. <laughs> I don't know the names, but have you guys seen the first episode? Yeah, I, I uh, you not. know, I, you know, well, one of them goes on a blonde date. Mm-hmm. Right, and she's like some cartoon, something like she's all in the cartoons and crap. Okay, I yeah. thought, that, okay, I thought Homeboy was a good date, and she, he, you could totally see that she would be mean as hell to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this girl's a savage, man. You lucky she wasn't on a date oh, with me. I would roast her. 
This is what's her name. I don't. <laughs> I I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember her name right now. But the coolest one is the one with the little little effed up stick, like he's from Lord of the Rings. Like he was showing off his sticks. Oh man, I wish. That. Oh, it's the sticks. The the sticks or the swords. Connor has Sword, swords. Sword sticks. He likes to go freaking hiking or whatever bullcrap he likes to do. <laughs> Connor has the swords. I know that. They're, they're all all weird. I, the speed dating. They are all the speed, on the spectrum. That's the, the point yeah. of the show. Well, speed, speed dating dude had a hot sister. I was like, more or less, look at that. that so. Yeah, you're talking. That was um Tanner. Tanner, yeah. Tanner. All right. Tanner, I feel bad for Tanner. It looked like he wasn't getting much action, if you know what I mean. Oh, <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in, tag myself in, Matt, uh, and say that you've asked me and Jose, but mostly me, to watch a and lot now of Jefferson part of the team. Not Jefferson, yeah, but uh, to watch a lot of strange shows. We've had to watch the Face Off, had to watch the Golden Bachelor. Hey, I'm showing you uh, stuff that the people want. So this is what the right. people are watching. Yeah, you're 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 immersing me in the with the people. This show. <laughs> Upon just thinking about it, reminded me the most of that Naked Attraction show you made me watch. And for those of you who don't know the Naked Attraction show, it's the show where the contestants don't see, don't talk to each other. They just see each other naked or the contestant sees the other guy, guys or girls naked. And they start with like bottom, then all the way up. And then finally at the end, they get to talk. And the reason why... I came to this conclusion is that both shows, as you said, Matt, are authentic. And I think that's what people like about this show. It's definitely what I liked about both shows. I think the authenticity is what sells it for me. Yeah. They're well, they're so real people, you know? That's the 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 you know, just seeing just seeing people really happy. It's like it's hard to it, you're a very messed up person if you're if you don't smile watching these clips. It's just so sweet. That's exactly it's, what you said. It's not even just the happy. Like when you look at the other shows, like Love is Blind or like the Ultimatum, <clears throat> it's fake. Those people are fake. It, when they're fighting, right. it's fake. When it's when they're happy, it's fake. There's no, there's never been a real emotion on any of those shows. It's all exactly. meant for camera. Right, right. The happiness and the anger. What do you mean? You, I need to stop. You, Love is Blind is amazing. I right. love you, you Jose. I've seen every single episode of Love is Blind. I am Me not too. insulting the show. I am not saying not to watch the show. But none of those people like each other. <laughs> Maybe by the end they like each other fine. This <laughs> is. When that show, no one on that show actually likes each other. I'm hundred percent confident that none, no, no one goes into that show, picks their partner, and actually is ready to marry that person. It's all for camera. The drama is for camera, especially the drama. It, none of it's real emotions. The shows that we were talking about, this show in particular, obviously this week, as opposed to like The Bachelor, they're real people. It's not for camera. They're just going through it and it's being filmed. And if I'm wrong. If it is all fake and it is all for camera, then honestly, they do an excellent job of hiding it, and that deserves its own, you know, kudos. But I don't think it is fake. I think the reason people like it is because it's actually authentic. Exactly. That's that's you said. Could have said Benny better. It's authentic. It's real. Jefferson, did you get to see any of the clips or anything, any of the show? No, I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen any of that stuff. But I mean, I would look into it. Yeah, yeah, it you sounds think, amazing. 
It is amazing. I think it's a good opportunity to see what they have here. And it's a good watch. Like, I don't really watch reality TV that much. I really don't because of the inauthenticity of it and the silliness. I'd rather watch something else. But this I'm all for. Like, like just seeing how happy a couple can be going to see a lion. Like, Uh my goodness. Abby and David, they went to go see see a lion. Just seeing how happy they were. In Africa? (laughs) They went to Africa? Yeah, yeah. They went to the Africa to see a lion. Oh, Why can't we just was, be happy was, with the little I, things? I, I was well, Tanner went she to breaks the zoo, right? Yeah, Tanner went to the zoo. Yeah, sorry, and that was the best wow. thing ever. Like, why can't we be this happy going to the zoo ourselves? It's, I guess. It's interesting. There's like, there's an old show on NPR. I, I won't go into a lot of this, but I think that this is an underserved, like, thing. Because I've watched a few things where it's real people. Mm-hmm. And it's very clearly real people. It's not meant for the drama. It's not meant for the fights and the arguments like a lot of these reality shows, right? And every time I've thought, oh, this is really good. This is a breath of fresh air. And But there's a lot of them. But just for some reason, they don't get covered. And so every time we see one breakthrough, we're like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air. I think people need to focus in on this more. Real, real people really looking to like find someone to like date or love yeah. or whatever. Like, don't add the extra stakes. Don't add the extra drama. <laughs> Just let people like, because I think people really care about that. Like, everyone can yeah. relate, no matter no if doubt. you're married or like everyone can relate. If you're single, like I don't know, an untapped market for all of you reality TV pitchmen and women. Untapped market, get on it. Thank you. Exactly, get on it and. They also learned showing how Riz people could be. As I mentioned, that girl with the Hershey kisses. <laughs> and also somebody said, you are as sweet as my favorite dessert. Dessert. It's yep. genius. I'm going to use that right now. Somebody. Well, no, I don't have anybody to say that <sighs> right <to>. now. <laughs> but if I did, I would. And um, and Jefferson, I'm sure you have a lot of girls fawning over you. And you could use, you know, you could get some advice from this show, right? Of course, I'm. I'm writing some stuff down, I'm, you know? <laughs> taking notes. Down, so, you know, I'm taking notes. Y'all know what it is. That's what I'm talking about, guys. That's what I'm talking about. Now, one more show before... No, one more show. One more segment before our break. This is probably also one of the most wholesome tweets, maybe of all time. And I feel it got a lot of people... It definitely got a lot of people talking, but it led to a revolution. Look what Elmo tweeted... On the 29th, so Monday, that was seen by 203 million people. <laughs> Elmo was just checking in. How's everybody doing? And a lot of people had a lot of things to say. Ultimately, this wound up being a campaign for mental health awareness, being able to talk feelings out. It's also led to a large conversation, bringing our favorite Sesame Street characters, who's to have a conversation with Big Brick joins Oscar the Grouch Grover uh, Cookie Monster didn't see Bird and Ernie for some reason they did they both did they did okay yes. so they all everybody's involved so wasn't it nice to see Elmo checking in on us guys it was wasn't it nice to see Elmo checking in on all of us I thought Elmo died you, you know he's a puppet <laughs> yeah Almost, well, I mean, this I, is a kid's show. They're not dying. They are immune for life. They get eternal wasn't life. It, wasn't the guy that was sticking his hand up his butt, like touching kids at one point? 
Yes. So the original oh, actor who played okay. Elmo got fired. There's a new actor now, and it's all good. Yes, and they didn't kill him <laughs> off. I, I would, I would, I would begin to go check up on me, all right? Yeah. They didn't write Elmo <laughs> off. They recast Elmo, but Elmo is still very much around and very wholesome. Jose, you're one of the haters. The haters found Elmo today. Now, I will, I'll be honest. I've been following the story closely since Monday, and today is the first day I've seen anyone say anything negative about Elmo. And it, it does coincide. It does coincide, unfortunately, with Larry David physically assaulting El- Elmo on television. Um, <laughs> That's very so today, brand of him. Yeah. So today was Elmo's bad day, but from Monday through through to Thursday, everyone loved Elmo except for apparently Jose, who who's a hater. But this was this was nice, Matt. You're right. And yeah. You know what? It's nice. It was like when uh, Steve from Blues Clues. Yeah. Popped in to say he was proud of us. Like. I don't know why, like a, chi- a childhood hero or a childhood whatever, just being like, hey, I'm still thinking yeah. about you. It's yeah. nice. You know, that's the worst example ever, by the way. What? Elmo Steve or Steve? From Blues, Steve from Blue's Clues. You weren't happy when Steve was proud of you, Jose? <laughs> no, you left me when I was a child, just like half the came, ghetto children. But he came back. <laughs> he came back, though. Yeah, came, came back, back. with me. Came back after the, the he came back after the he paid child support. He came back right after. How can and he, he said, after? "You know what, Jose? I don't want to tell you this, but I actually talked to Steve, and when he said he was proud of us, he didn't mean you. Okay? Yes. <laughs> that's so that's right. your that's your fault. You, you, he could have been proud of you, but you're Elmo. Elmo. I don't, I, I, I don't need no, him. Elmo He's a cares. quitter. Elmo cares. Elmo still loves you. <laughs> Elmo went to HBO. He left PBS. Hey, hey. Elmo doesn't have to be broke. He just has to love you. <laughs> you can get that HBO money and still love you. I guess. What do you think? Hey, Jefferson, what do you think about Elmo checking in on us? Man, I'm happy Elmo's back. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Most of us grew up with Elmo. Like, especially me. PBS. I was going to ask, is he, was he a big, like, was Sesame Street still big when you were... That growing up, of course, man. All them shows like PBS. Kids. I do. When he talked about PBS Kids, that like literally remind me of my childhood. Back in the day, it was like barely like, you know, technology was already around, but like not as much as now. Because I feel like now in the days, nobody watches TV. Everybody just be on their phone. Like even the little kids, some kids are like four yeah. watching their phone. You know, I may not be that old, but like. It was still different times, you know, but like all them shows like on PBS Kids, you know, you would sit down on Saturdays in the morning. There was like all the shows you'd like to watch. But yeah, nowadays I feel like I bet you most of the people don't even know about them right now. Like in my school, nobody talks about them. Well, I mean, you're you're a little bit out of his demo at the moment, but I think it also just shows how, you know, amazing Sesame Street is. This is their 55th season. And so many yeah, generations, so many generations literally grew up with Sesame Street, especially in America. Like, it's very hard to not have at least heard of these characters. And it is available to every single person, as mentioned on public television. But, T-Pain. Um, T-Pain thanked Elmo for checking in. See, yes. And, you know, <laughs> speaking of the, here are some of the top replies. Universal. Did Bill, Co- did Bill Cosby went to check all of them, too? No, I missed it. Anyways, we're continuing on. So um, <laughs> Universal Pictures said, palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. Anonymous, you FAO'd, bro. So I don't want to know what that means. Um, Actually, hold on. Before you read this, you can read this. 
I want to say this before you go, though. The people who needed to shut up throughout this whole thing were the, the corporate brands who responded to Elmo. <laughs> all of you, I want all the social media team at Sesame Street scored the biggest home run possibly of all time. And every other brand who jumped in to talk to Elmo, you look like a bunch of dummies. Seriously, if, if there was ever a time to read the room, be like, oh, my God, these people are dumping their life stresses on this puppet. They mm-hmm. don't need to hear from Heinz Ketchup or from Universal Studios. Universal. Go, go away. Back United in the Airlines. Hole. Yeah, United. Exactly. United Airlines. Go away. Be quiet. This is not your time. This is the people and Elmo's talk. We don't need the brands to jump in to try and jump in on that that engagement. It made all of them look bad. Not a single brand looked good responding to Elmo. And that's just a general rule. All of them looked bad. Um, and that they should probably, you know, change the, the team for social media on every band who responded because they totally missed the point. Anyway, continue. Exactly. Yeah, you couldn't say it any better, Ryan. And, you know, anytime you call out suits, I support it. But also just a couple of funny things like every morning, I can't wait to go back to sleep every Monday. I can't wait (laughs) for Friday every single day and every single week, single week for life or the Roman gif, him looking at the the social media manager, getting responses. (laughs) Uh, it's, It's hilarious. Oreos ran out of milk, do the math. But I like more of Elmo's friends responding like Big Bird and Cookie Monster. And yeah. As you said, even now we have the meme of Larry David attacking Elmo. But again, that's on <laughs> brand for him as the final season of Kirby Enthusiasm starts this Sunday. I feel like an episode, like a special, do a special episode where Larry David attacks Elmo <laughs> and then refuses to admit that he did it. That feels like it could be an episode of the show. Oh, <laughs> it's coming. It's coming, everybody. But. Any other final thoughts on Elmo? Then let me just do one thing while you do that. Uh, yeah, just I don't know. Jose is clearly in that hater category, but I'm definitely not hating on Elmo. That bum, but uh, that's what I'm saying. You just call him a bum. That makes you a hater. Did you watch a puppet? Yeah, I watched it. You don't like Elmo? Never was a fan of Elmo. Why not? I'm more, I'm more Oscar the Grouch. Uh, I mean, I know that, but I'm saying as a child, even as a little boy, you were this grouchy. I'm not. And I like Cookie Monster. The Cookie Monster, huh? I don't know. Elmo sucks. What's special about Elmo? I never get a stupid voice. He's he's nice to people. That's his whole gimmick. Everybody's nice. You better be nice. They're going to check the rent up there. Who's the landlord in that building? (laughs) It's it's all rent controlled, actually. (laughs) (laughs) The only one who can't afford it is Oscar the Grouch. So, yeah. Actually, no. Do you remember they had this was after our time, but they actually did have a homeless Muppet on Sesame Street. On Sesame Street? Yeah, recently. They had a whole I, I haven't watched Sesame Street in about 30 years. Well, yeah, I mean, I, ha- I have, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 30, but I haven't watched it in, uh, how old am I? I haven't watched it in like 
almost 20 years. So I'm with you. I'm just saying that I did, I did see, they did actually write a homeless character into the fictional Sesame street, which is wild. Everyone has a house and kids are, some kids are homeless. Well, I know. I I mean, I get why they did it. And it was nice that they did that to show kids, but it's just the thought everyone else has a house, but this one. Have you, have you (laughs) been to Sesame, uh, Sesame place? Uh, in a, what's it called? Uh, Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Oh no. I did a long time ago, and it's been a long time. I went when I was in a the Hollywood with the whatever the the Disney one. No, they, it's I think that's not, the Muppets. Disney, that, that's the Muppets. Not... The, it's Muppets, but the same thing. The Sesame, no, yeah, they but they had a they had a Sesame Street like in that area of the park. No, you're thinking you've been to SeaWorld? Been to SeaWorld as well, but that's not okay. Sesame Street's in SeaWorld. No, it's definitely. Where's the Tower of Terror? I'm just. I was just there. I know. I, where, where, where's the Tower of Terror? I know where, that's, but yeah. that's not. That's not. That's not Sesame Street. The Tower it of Terror is a planet. Uh, uh, Disney Hollywood. It's <laughs> right. Star Wars. While I was there, it was Sesame. When I was there, next to Toy Story, there was Sesame Street. 100%. I'm telling you right now, a hundred percent, because I was just there two months ago. Sea World in Orlando well, no, has. I was there Sesame ten Street. years ago, so it's totally possible it's changed now. But when I was there ten years ago, Sesame Street was there. Star Wars was not. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they got Disney smart. They got rid of Elmo. Yeah, they got rid of Elmo. Replaced it with Kylo Ren because we definitely wanted to hear from him. Uh, well, Elmo's yeah, not going. Yes. Well, regardless. We just want to thank Elmo for a great, great time. And um, I can't wait till we all talk about this again when um, Sesame Street pulls up on us. Can anyone something. do an Elmo voice? No, I, I can't. I'm not even going to try. I was, I was just hoping someone had one just ready to go. But... No, I was about Elmo. to try, but no. Elmo, what was that? Elmo loves you. There we go. Boom. <laughs> you got it. Matt got it. Mm-hmm. That's got it. Exactly. Um, Elmo says, Larry, <laughs> I thought you were friends. And then whoever Telly, you remember Telly, he said, a legit lesson that are, some adults Sue. need to learn. <laughs> you need to ask permission if you want to touch somebody, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he said he was going to sue someone. <laughs> oh, man. man, those puppet Who? people are funny. The the Telly. big Elmo. There's a big, like, his uncle or something, right? There, he's related yeah, to Elmo. Yeah. And he <laughs> was Telly? there. Oh, I know yeah, Tally from South Park. No, 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 uh, not Tally. No, there's no, they're totally different. <laughs> Similar oh, voice no, to what Mattress did. <laughs> yeah, that was talking. I just think Tally. I need to get high. <laughs> I'm so high right now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Anyways, it's all about Elmo and focusing on Elmo. And I yes. just want to say, Elmo took the internet by surprise when he decided to check in on us. And that really, really made us feel good. And thank you, Elmo, for checking in on us. I mean, clearly a lot of us needed it. So thank you to Elmo for doing that. And also among this, though, and amongst our conversation, we learned that not everything is a okay online, like clearly. Not only the legitimate trolls online, but also, you know, it's okay to be not be okay and talk about it. We appreciate Elmo, a little monster from Sesame Street, to acknowledge that for us. And we can all play in Elmo's world every day, and we can still feel better, improve our focus, and get our energy and motivation up. And in my life, that's what I'm trying to do. I want to up my energy, enhance my focus, 
so I can keep grinding and make this show a success for the productive nation, for our great collaborators, and avoid a burnout, which is the worst thing that can happen to me mentally. And you get a little bit of help, and you could get that help. And you, if you need some help getting more energy, enhancing your focus, why don't you help get some help from our friendly neighbors, not on Sesame Street, but at Magic Mind. So, you know, I mentioned I've mentioned how I started taking Magic Mind in my morning routine. I want to talk Ryan real quick. What do you usually do for your morning routine? Yeah, my mornings are absolutely wild. I wake up, I get ready uh, for for work. I have to go to work. Uh, I feed my dog, take him outside. Then I make a coffee and I fill up a, a thermos like this high to get me through to lunch. And then at lunch is when I buy my second coffee for the day because I got to, you know, I got to stay. I got to stay. I can't go to sleep again. So I'm up. I'm up early and I'm just constantly going until we finish recording uh, on these days. But Ryan, you could get you could get rid of that coffee. You could get rid of all that caffeine. And why don't you use Magic Mind instead as your alternate from you drinking all that morning coffee? And, you know, Mm. Some things that can include like the nootropics that help me get through my stress. And I used to be a big coffee drinker myself. But ever since I started taking Magic Mind, the ingredients from this product has helped me to be less stressed about my world. I don't feel bad about drinking all those calories and drinking all that sugar from coffee. Just Magic Mind is a simple shot, tastes good, and I'm ready to go about my day. And it reduces my fatigue and anxiety. It increases my body's resistance to stress and improves my physical and mental endurance. And you don't need that coffee anymore. It's magic mind, Ryan. Take that magic. instead. Well, I will say, obviously, I've heard you do this um, a couple of times. My magic mind's on the way, so I'll let you know. But I actually like the taste of coffee. But I do like that this doesn't add to the problem, right? Because it's, uh, you know, like you said, uh, oh, tastes great. So that's good, of course. Um, but also it's not caffeine. So it's not like I'm going to have extra coffee or extra caffeine because that's not good for you. And I know that. And I got to cut back personally. Uh, so Magic Mind lets you add that energy boost, lets you cut back on the caffeine, right? Yeah. Um, so definitely I'm excited exactly. to try it. And I'm excited. You know, I got I got mine in January. So I got all the sweet deals. See, that's what I'm talking about. And you can make a great decision like Ryan did. Get Magic Mind. And the great people over there helped, was gracious enough to give us a special link and a code, which is in our description on podcast platforms and YouTube. But just to remind you, you get 55% off your first subscription. And this deal is up until February 10th. So you have February 10th of this deal. 55% off your first subscription. Then an additional 20% off by going to this link. You go to magicmind.com slash conversation. Use promo code PRODUCTIVE20 and combining 55% off and 20% off, that is 75% off your first subscription to Magic Mind by simply going to magicmind.com slash Conversations. Sorry, Jan Productive, Conver- Jan Productive Conversation and use promo code PRODUCTIVE20 and you will see so much improvement in your mind, in your energy, in your focus. You'll be less stressed. Your body won't feel as worn out. And you're going to be like Ryan and learn that this will be a great alternative to coffee and caffeine. Making a good decision, Ryan. Why don't you do the same like Ryan is doing? And again, go to imaginemind.com slash jam productive conversations. 
Use promo code PRODUCTIVE20 and get your first subscription for Magic Mind today. Again, description is in the link below, is in the description below on podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And we want to thank Magic Mind for giving us the opportunity and we appreciate them so much. Again, one last time, magicmind.com slash jam productive conversation and use productive and use promo code productive20 to get 75% off your first subscription. And this deal lasts until February 10th. All right. So why don't we continue on, my friends? Because this is going to get very interesting. So let us share the screen really quick. And I'm going to show, I'm first going to, you know, for our listeners on YouTube, you can actually see the clip I'm about to show. And Mm -hmm. for our listeners on Spotify, Apple, and all podcasts and platforms, let us talk about this reality. Let's talk about this show that's on TikTok. Um, It's incredible. And we're about to see what looks like two people who are in a situation ship trying to figure themselves out. So let's break this down. So here we go. All right, everybody's ready. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Here is, let me show you this clip from this show on TikTok. more than just friends we're more than just friends with benefits but we're not like committed to a full relationship Mm -hmm. so we like go on dates we like tell each other pretty much everything that goes on with our day we have constant communication we don't always have constant communication you don't always have constant (laughs) communication (laughs) are you hooking up with anyone else (gasps) if so show me a picture of them i feel like i know the answer what's the answer no right it depends what you mean by hooking up technically I don't know, did you, like, go, like, do something with somebody else? Somebody else did something to me, yes. <laughs> That's, like, really frustrating. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Not really, though. On the count of three, we'll both say who likes who more. One, two, three. You like me more, but Absolutely I knew that you were going to say <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> you definitely like me more. Okay, whatever. I feel like sometimes you are scared to admit, I think, how much you like me. Okay. <laughs> Is there any truth in that, you think, Vincent? Um, like, I'm definitely ready if she would just to, like, up and leave, but I wouldn't be excited about it. Take my hand, look me deep in the eyes, and tell me you love me. <laughs> I don't want to do that for the first time on camera. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's fair. If I were to ask you to be in an exclusive relationship with me, would you say yes? Um, that would definitely be like a much longer conversation. I just still haven't been like ready to have that conversation with you. Um, and obviously you're concerned about this other issue I just brought up, so. And I have the comments on here, the top comments for this video, which include this generation doesn't understand dating. What the hell is more than a friends with benefit, but not dating. There is no emotion in her eyes at all. I feel like she liked him a lot, but his inconsistencies drove her away. That's on him. He tried too late. All right, guys, tell me your initial thoughts on this. What did you get out of this video? Which almost made me cry. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, but what did, what did you guys think of this? Go ahead, Ryan. Me first. First of all, top comment, Jocelyn. 100% right. What I 
I'm so over the idea of a situationship. That is nothing. That is gobbledygook. It is make-believe. I know we have young people, a young person in particular, Jefferson, who might tell me that I'm just old man yelling at cloud. Oh, Jose, Jose, you stop. You know better. You're you're older than I am. A situation is make believe. You're with someone or you're not. Are you banging? You know, are you dating? Like, there's different things you could be doing, but situationship, friends with benefits, but more. No, that's dating. You're if you're doing all of the things that you do when you're dating, you are dating. You're just not saying it for whatever reason. But that was my initial reaction was that comment. Actually, when I read it, I saw that first comment. I was like, she's 100% right. These kids are making a mountain out of a molehill. Jose, your turn. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I totally agree with Homegirl where I'm just like her. Like, I can be in friends with benefits give you the relationship you want and not have the status. I don't understand what the what's so difficult of it. Well that's just dating, Jose. It's <laughs> not dating. We have no attachment to them. We have we're not linked to anything. We smash. We can go, you can tell me about your date. Ryan, how's your date? Great. Awesome. You want to get it in? Let's get it in. It sounds and like they go on date. dates though. It sounds like they actually like go they places. Do. You you go okay so I get her point of view because I'm the same way because I like I I'm not the type right you know why I respect you so much because you can have hamburgers every freaking day <laughs> and, and, and like no but like nothing like you're fucking the cookie monster you can have cookies all day I can't <laughs> I can have cookies one day I might have a cherry pie another I might have peaks or whatever I can't I have an issue coming into just one woman. I do. I miss the companionship. Do I like the little? Yeah, I like the feeling, but I also like to have my freedom to know that if I want to sleep with Tiffany tomorrow, I can do that. And no issue. You can't say nothing to me. Now, if homeboy has issue, obviously homeboy has some insecurity issues. He obviously oh, could have said something about that's it. That's not fair about insecurity. If he saw something that's he, not there, that's on them. They no, should have been clear. Crap, because he's obviously, obviously likes her more than he likes her more than she does. And she's trying to 100%. throw and she's he's trying to throw that in like, no, you like me more. No, that's no. You like her more. You're too big of a vagina. To just be man up and just say, I like you more. Yeah, I want to be exclusive. Instead of having this freaking conversation because he doesn't want to have this conversation because he knows it's not gonna, he ain't going to get what he wants. So he's accepting her in her terms already because he knows as much of a badass he thinks he is, well, if she wants to go away, she can go. Bull crap. You avoided this conversation because you know she'll bounce. you rather have her on her terms than for her to bounce. Well... You fucked up, my dude. You accept it. You accepted the terms. Now you live with it. Now you either can stay effing her while she's effing some other guy or going down on her like like Chinatown on her. I don't know. Yeah, that, she wasn't clear exactly what happened, but yeah. She said he, she just said that the person did it to her. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I well, agree. Well, there's obviously you. only one thing that the homeboy can do uh, to her. Yeah, but so, Jefferson... Yeah. What do you think about what you saw in the video first before we continue this? Man, I think I agree with Jose because he, he's right, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get what you want, but you won't be heartbroken. At the end of the day, you know what's going on. You know what she's there for. Like, And trust me, I've seen it, especially like in today's world. 
the girls don't like dating boys no more. They just like, you know, do what they got to do with them, leave them. So I agree with, disagree. with Jose. Hard disagree on that last point. I will say I do agree with what you and Jose said in that she's clearly not in it. That's obvious. Anyone who yeah. watched that, like that comment, like <laughs> she was into it and but his insecurity that I don't know where that comment came from. I certainly didn't see it in the clip that I watched. He was yeah. into her and she didn't care about him much at all. But when I say they're making a mountain out of molehill, right? My point is uh-huh. he obviously wants this to be real with her, and it's obviously not real. So let's not call it a situation ship that can be solved. <laughs> She's there for some physical fun time. He's not. There's no situation to be had. She's on <laughs> X. He's on Y. If he can't get to X or she can't get to Y, move on. Vincent, if you're hearing this, move on. Okay? It's better for you. It's better for her. Oh There's no God. situation to be had. Yo, can if, I you wa- if you want something more, if you want something more, Jose, I'm not saying he should do this if he's good with it. But if he's not good with it and he wants something more, he's barking up the wrong tree. And it's time to move on to something different. Vincent, if you hear this podcast, you smash her three weeks till Sunday and then you go <laughs> smash another girl. But he doesn't want day. that. Not everybody wants that. Not everybody's looking for cherry You're pie right. on cookies, no, on pizza. You're on- right, man. I Yo, get heartbroken with girls like that too. I, I get what I get. What, he here's the problem. You're giving Matt. You're telling Vince and Vincent go like you have. Obviously, here's the problem. They built this 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 thing, this little cocoon of this little comfortability with each other. Um, that's what she likes of him. Like he's the sweet guy. He probably freaking go buy her flowers on Valentine's Day or whatever crap it is they do, and. She likes that. She just doesn't want to be with. Maybe he doesn't lay down on her really, really well or whatever. I don't know. But Listen, I'm not here Vincent, to insult Vincent's physical prowess. What I am here, I, is I'm, here to insult, I'm here to insult him. Period. Because you're not man enough to ex- realize that your girl is smashing you, some other dude, and you obviously they had to have this conversation or mentioned it, like, like they had to have talked about it at one point. Clearly they can't. didn't because he was well, he was surprised. And I, can I also add to there are people who will air their dirty laundry for content to get paid for. So if anyone was doubting if this is real or not, I've worked on these very type of shows. Like these very the very the exact same exact sets same and everything. <laughs> like this is real. This is stuff real. And let me tell you one thing. This is one of the greatest things I've ever heard regarding a situation ship. A situation ship is a situation to one and nothing to the other. And it seems like that kind of perfectly fits this description. And listen, it's it's complicated. And this is, you know, situationships, maybe the it, it's fi- it was finally coined as a term for the first time in the co- last couple of years. P- people have done this since humanity. Yes. They just didn't call it something stupid. Yeah, they just said like you were seeing someone you didn't care. And they finally, somebody perfectly put a word to it. And it sucks. And, you know, especially dating now, actively dating for me and like understanding the terms people bring up right away. You, at the end of the day, you have to respect that. And I don't know what exactly was said at the very beginning, 
one thing you could do, you could say, you both could say, I'm looking for a relationship, and then that winds up being a lie, or you don't feel it right away. It, it's complicated. That's what these complicated feelings are. And I'll go on camera to say I've definitely been on both ends of the situationship, and maybe I missed out on the legit companionship, but I don't really regret it at the time because I felt however I felt. But one of the things I've learned when I was at least on the other side, thinking maybe this girl will wind up changing her mind and we'll have romantic rom-com moment. And the answer is no, they said from the start, I'm not, I'm, lo I'm not looking for anything serious. And that's where the fun outweighs the attraction. Sure. Um, and if that's, if that's where he is or where anyone is, if the fun yeah. is still outweighed, right. But it, life, this is a hard lesson, but you'll learn it eventually. Young people who listen, life is not a movie. It's a regular old deal. We all go through it every day. Just look at all of those Elmo tweets. Okay. Oh, life is Jesus. not, life is not, <laughs> life is not a movie. If, if you're told by your partner that I'm just looking for fun, that's what they're looking for. And if you're not okay with that, that's okay. Move on though. Don't force someone to do something they're not into. Don't force someone to be monogamous. If they got to have cherry pie and pizza on Wednesdays, as Jose <laughs> said, don't force it. There's no need to force it. But and, to, and to add to Ryan, if a guy says he wants to take it slow and not rush it, it's just to get in, get it in and keep it moving. Well, yeah, I man, I won't, I won't speak to that. Cause I won't, I won't call someone out on what is probably accurate, accurate, some people probably do just want to take it slow, but I think a lot of people do say take it slow to avoid the, the big conversation. Yeah. The commitment conversation. So I, I do agree with Jose by what large, are we but I don't, I don't think it's all the time, but I think it's a lot of the time. Jose, I agree with you. Unfortunately, Cara was, was ill and couldn't join us today, but it would have been mm. great to hear the female perspective side of it too. Hopefully another situation, a reason to talk about situations comes up at some point this year to do that. Um, Got to change the name. Though. I hate the name. So Gen Z, I know we have Jefferson here, so I'm speaking to Jefferson's, you. Jefferson's the Gen Z correspondent. Right. So, yeah, so that's cool. Speaking, Gen Z, uh, Jefferson, of course. <laughs> so speaking to you, but you call a meeting, get your friends together, come up with a better name because situationship is a horrible, horrible you, name. Okay, I'll uh, do uh, like, respect to little homie. Uh, I'm gonna explain. Like, you, it's not talk about to Jefferson or Vincent. Jefferson, not even, not even Jefferson. But I'm just saying, Ryan thinks it's just Gen Z. It's really not Gen Z at all. Because <laughs> as a guy, me and Matt are, are serial daters. Yeah. I tell you this, not and I, by have dated, <laughs> I have dated, I have dated girls in their 20s recently. I've dated mostly girls in their 30s, and I have experimented the milfs of their 40s and 50s. And I tell Damn. you this, I swear to God right now, I'm going to be real honest with you, Ryan. I have more girls with situationships, the girls in their 40s and 50s. Do they call it that? Yes, we do. Then, like then, it's then not, it's but you you know, but they're more but I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Those 40 and 50 year olds, they're more blunt on telling sure. their situation than a 20 year old would. You kind of with a 20 year old, you kind of get it like at last I dated a 26 year old last week and whatever. And you could totally see that it was headed in that way. Like she didn't know what she wanted. 
She really just wanted to get it in. I know she wanted, but she's confused and whatever. I get it. So I knew where that was going at because I've been through it. A 40-year-old girl, a 50-year-old girl, that's... They say what they want. They just be like, listen, I'm... My my thing is dry, blah, blah, blah. I just need to get it in. Uh, Like, I don't need a really... (laughs) I don't need to no, That makes sense that the old, older people, men and women, know what they want already. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying that physically the term, not the idea that you have a complicated oh. relationship. The physical term situationship is stupid. You got to change I that. Like it. You got to get rid of that term. It's a stupid term. But, you know, you're right. People have complicated relationships. That's mm-hmm. been since since the beginning of time. Like, 100%. Ryan, you don't, you're lucky as hell. You don't get with, like, a 48-year-old and then their 18-year-old son is knocking on the door after you're smashing it. And, like, like no, come on now. That's a, that's no. a problem. Well, I, you're I, lucky. I, would, I would have to have an 18-year-old son, and I, and I don't. <laughs> so, um, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I am lucky. I think you guys are making some sort of, like, mystical deal out of the fact that I'm in a marriage it's not that hard I'm telling you if you're listening Matt and Jose and I don't know about Jefferson We've this is our first dating talk we'll learn a little more later so maybe he'll say it's hard it's not that hard it's really not nah man it's easy especially when you're young I'm not even go cap with you it's easy <laughs> nah but I agree with you man I'm happy you married I'm glad well, I'm, happy you know, I'm, I'm happy I'm married you, too I, I you lie. settled down you know like Jose, he's just a player. He just—that's what he is. <laughs> nah, I know a player when I hear one. I know he's a player by the way he talks. I'm yeah. just saying. I've been around the block. What can I say? Yeah, I know a player when I hear one. You know what I'm saying? The way you talk, man, you are—you dangerous to society. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jefferson, this is why we love you, man. And I am just somebody looking, look, seeing. I, I want to also prove it's easy. And I know it'll be easy for me. Maybe I'm a, I just happen to date a bunch of people by default. Well, I have to date to find someone. Exactly. So. I'm not a player, right, Jefferson? Or am I? Hey, I'll. You probably are, man. What? <laughs> no. That went sour nah, for me, man. At least he's love, being honest. I didn't phrase it right. Like, it's good to be a player, you know, but once you, like, want to settle down, then, yeah, you know, like, he's already settled down. You know, he knows what he wants. He knows what he's doing. He's married. Yeah. And, you know, like, he could have kids one day. They're going to take care of him. But then there's people that never marry, live life. But when they're 80, they're living in a mortgage because not a mortgage. What is it called? Yeah, right? No. Oh, folks. Yeah. You were going to say mortgage? Morgue. Listen, I right? all end up in the morgue listen, eventually. You listen, listen. But you, I like your story. But look at Ryan's married, and when he's eighty, he's gonna be stuck with his old wife. I'm gonna be in an old folks' home, and I'm gonna get a nice sponge bath from the twenty year olds. Oh, <laughs> no, so, I don't think. But once you old, you know what I'm saying. Even if you do want to work, you probably like a man's eventually not gonna be able to, you know, get it down with women. Once they're old, you know what I'm saying? That's why we, so that's like you, why we, that's why I we mean, got Bluetooth. Right. I mean, you're not, right. not a sponsor. <laughs> Bluetooth, you want sponsors. I'll give you an average. For- <laughs> nah, but Matt will get married eventually. He's a nice guy. He'll probably find See, someone eventually. Thank you, Jefferson. I think the same thing. Change my whole attitude with this. It's, it's going to work soon. And, you know, Travis Kelsey said, 
earlier this year before the whole Taylor Swift debacle seeing Jason Kelsey married with his wife and kids. He says, similarly to a Zoom podcast like ours, I want that so bad. I'm on the record to add to that. I want that so bad. And it will happen. Not with this goofy ass smile I have either for for content wise. We're, we're, something's gonna gonna happen. It's gonna be sweet. Man, leave it to God, man. If you're religious, God knows what he's doing for you. He knows his plans. You know what I'm saying? Like eventually you'll find someone, have your own kids, make your own family. You That's know? what I'm saying. You could have said it any better, Jefferson. Couldn't say it any better. And Jefferson, you religious? I mean, I know about God, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'd be like, I'd be doing bad stuff. Like, I curse, but I can't say I'm like 100% religious. I don't go to church, but you know, my parents, my mom teaches me about God here and there. There you go. All right. I think it counts. God is letting, gonna have me meet a special woman this year. 2024 um, for me. Of course, man. man. Hopefully, you invite us to your wedding. You know. Oh, that's obvious. This big obvious. So it's gonna be great when that happens. Maybe that's the twin. Maybe it's your twin flame too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Check out that episode. Check out that episode. Whoever you are out there, twin flame. All right, let's continue. So it was celebrated again by people our age. That 25 years ago this week, Zumbafu Mufu. Zabumafu. Zabumafu debuted 25 years ago today. Okay, let me just make the let me just establish the obvious. I didn't watch Zabumba Lufu. Um Zabumafu. <laughs> Zabumafu. Um, I didn't actually watch it. I've seen the lemur, but mm-hmm. I just didn't watch it. I watched Arthur and uh, 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 for PBS shows, I watched Arthur and uh, um, Sesame Street and Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales, and that's another it. Good one. Another good one. Um, but Zimbumafu, Ryan, why do so many people oh, already love, go crazy for this? Love Zimbumafu. The show was part live action, part with a puppet, part uh, what's it called? Part like claymation. So good. The, the lemur is Zabumafu, by the way. So that's where the name comes from. They had the catchy song at the beginning. They sang a couple of times throughout. So still had like that music break that all the kids shows had when we were little kids. And they were hanging out with animals. They had like elephants coming into Animal Junction. Mm-hmm. They had, uh, what's it called? They, they had sometimes it was just like dogs and stuff too. Uh, but they had like a, uh, not a lie, was it like a, a panther at one point? It was just such a fun show. These guys had all these animals around. Uh, and it, it, obviously they were teaching you about animals and like how to, to animal safety or whatever. But, uh, but honestly, genuinely, the lemur, the real lemur, so it was like, there was a, his name actual, was Jovan. Yeah. But uh, the lemur who played Zabumafu, there was a real lemur version. There was a puppet version that talked. And then there was a claymation version when they did the animated uh, like short stories. So there was three different Zabumafu lemurs. All of them were fun. Um, but the real lemur, he was hopping around all over the place. Uh, like that was that was like the like the B roll getting them to Animal Junction. This lemur's just jumping around, and then the two hosts, uh, the Kratz brothers, like they were jumping out behind them. And the song had like the rock song playing in the background. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, 
Love that show. It was I again. I liked the I liked animals. So that was cool, and it was again just conceptually it was fun. And then as soon as the lemur could talk, they get to give him a special treat to make him talk because he was just a lemur when the show started. Mm. Then they had to feed the lemur, and when they fed the lemur, they made the lemur go away and replaced it with a puppet. And then the puppet talked for the rest of the episode. But they had to give him special treats, and that was the whole thing. They had a mystery animal. They had to guess, and they had a song for that. And they had a special song when they grabbed their gear from the closet to go visit an animal out in the wild. Great show. Love the show. Jose and Jefferson, did you watch Zabumafu? It sounds like Man. mine was high. <laughs> <laughs> no, just seven. <laughs> Man, I have never. The only show I heard of was Wild Crash. Man, that's the only thing I understand. So, Boomer, whatever y'all said, I don't even know what that is. Zaboomafu. <laughs> Zaboomafu. Man, nineteen ninety nine. I probably was nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's like nineteen ninety nine. I was in high school. So I definitely, <laughs> I definitely were, didn't watch that crap. Yeah, you were out of the target demo for Zaboom. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. You were not, you were, I was, you know, five. So that's no, I've seen a lot five. of people yeah. go crazy over this. I just missed out. And what a cool name. Zaboomafu. Me. Thank you. And Zaboom. That's the theme song. <laughs> yeah, Brian, it looks like you're going to put some YouTube clips a little later of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to sing the whole thing because I don't know if we'll get uh, docked for it for me singing it. But do you think uh, you'll show your kids one day Zabumafu? Yeah, probably. I, I will. And then like all those shows though, like like Arthur. I think that's timeless. Uh, <laughs> Dragon Tales. That's another one. Um, I was the oldest. So Teletubbies. Nah, that one's out. Um, right. They're Teletubbies. They're weird. Fraggle Rock. <laughs> That's an old one. <laughs> what was it? Uh, what was the one with the the otters? Go, go Island. Oh, go Island. oh, 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 oh! The otters, the otters. Hold on. Like, do the noodle thing. No, no, no. Hey, no, no. It's it's. Wait, maybe it's a different <laughs> otters. You're talking about this theme song. No, that was a theme song. It was a Disney show. PB and J Otter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and when they think when they had a prom, they think about it and they use their noodle. And that was the song. It was "Use the noodle dance." <laughs> that's that, 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 just that, what that, life that, is that. really like. <laughs> yeah, got to use your noodle. You dance it out, solve your problem. Oh, uh, no, man. that was a good one. Uh, Eggs at Dragon Tales. That was the best theme song. As much as I like the Zabumafu theme song, the Dragon Tales had the best theme song. Do 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 day oh do 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 day oh and then say oh do Oh, that's from the otters, right? Yeah, yeah, the theme yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Jefferson, what would you show your kids? Yeah, what was your childhood shows? <laughs> Probably uh, Wildcrat, Here's George, Arthur. I was, really, I was a really Arthur guy. What else? Arthur was real. Arthur. Every day when you're walking down the street and everybody that you meet has original point of view. Point That's of bars. View. It's real life. And I say, <laughs> hey, hey, what a wonderful kind of day where you can learn to work and play and fall in love with each other. Let's get along with each other. Get along with each yeah. other. You got to listen to what? your heart. Listen to the beat. Listen to the rhythm. And then on the street. Open up your what eyes. What does this podcast become? <laughs> it's a celebration. <laughs> of <life. laughs> oh, 
He said, what does this podcast become? <laughs> Jefferson, what, what shows would you show your kids? He just time? told you, Curious George. And no, he said what he watched, he would show oh. them the same. Oh. oh, yeah, probably. I would show them, like, Wild Crabs. You know, that was, man, that was my favorite show. I'm not going to lie. You know. I felt cool when I saw that show. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you were a kid, the credits hit different. Like, you really felt like something was closing on you that day. If that makes sense. I could see that, yeah. What, like, what about you, Jose? What, what shows would you be showing to people? Oh, that's easy. I show them the show Cops. So they no, no, no. Like your childhood to... show. Come on. Participate. Fraggle uh, <laughs> uh, Rock. Okay. You mentioned that one earlier, yeah. Blues, Clues. Oh, even with Steve uh, being a betrayer. <laughs> I'll go with the Chinese guy. Um, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> um, and Muppet Babies. Oh, okay. That's a good lineup. I like. I liked the, some of those shows. Muppet Babies. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, let's keep the music theme going. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> he is coming back. Released a single. Releasing a new album. Going on tour. And just to save some time, let me just simply ask, do you think Justin Timberlake will pull off a successful comeback? I have not heard his new single. I haven't heard it nat- naturally shown in TikToks or shown um, online anywhere or on the radio. Justin Timberlake, is he going to make a big comeback or is he just kind of there? So, I think it's true. Oh, go okay, ahead. I was going to say, my answer is yes. My answer is yes. However, I think it's not because the song will be any good. I think it's because, did you see in his concert in Vegas, what he did? Mm-hmm. He did his Crimea River thing. And instead of apologizing, he said he was going to apologize to absolutely no one. And they went to Crimea River. And this was right after Britney Spears posted her apology about her book. Oh. So he's going to go full aggro. And that's he's going to get a lot of attention for doing it. They're all going to hate him online, but it'll drive up engagement. And then the people who hate Britney are going to buy the song. He's going full aggro to try and get this song to go viral. And so I do think it will work. I do think he'll make a lot of money. I do think it's kind of as uh, towards going to be like. Swifty big? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. And how about a, a notch, two notches under? I think would be the tour of the summer. I think he. I think. Who no. else is touring in the summer? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anybody in Vegas touring in the summer. Isn't Beyonce's tour still going on? Yeah, but it's probably ending by the summertime. Comes. I mean, it's got to be the last leg of the tour. Swifty's not going mean, to be on. Taylor Swift is touring. You would think. Ju- you think uh, Bad Bunny? No, Bad Bunny will outdo Justin. Yeah. Bad yeah. Boy- Bad Bunny's touring starts in a in April, like March. Yeah. So you think Bad Bunny would out? Bad Bunny would definitely outdo what's name. Timberlake. You think yeah. just Justin Timberlake? I mean, Justin Bieber will probably put an album on, come out on tour. He hasn't toured in a while. What are the Jonas Brothers doing? That feels. Oh, like you need to stop it. Jonas Brothers wouldn't even be in there. Jonas Brothers did five days at a freaking uh, Broadway theater. Jonas Brothers like, could absolutely draw more eyeballs than Justin Timberlake. 
Come on. Are you are you Come ridiculous? On. No. Come on. Everybody no. wants to go back to the year 3000. No, I think Justin Tim- Justin Timberlake hasn't toured in years, so I, I assume that's that. true. It has been but, a long time. So but people, are people be... really care? Like, oh, Justin Timberlake's back. I don't think yeah, just, I they care minus. like I, I don't think they care like that. But would they? If Justin uh, Timberlake's coming back to my town, if he was coming to Hartford, and the tickets are at a decent price, yeah, I, I, I would probably because the first two albums, you, you know, he's gonna run back the first uh, the first two albums. Mix it with new album, so you you kind of like all right. If it's for like one hundred fifty bucks, and I can take a date night and smash, I wouldn't mind. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> I think I think he's right about most of that. I think that yeah, there, there, he's been gone long enough that there'll be enough interest that people, even if they're not like huge fans, if they just kind of like him, they're like. You know, if reasonably priced tickets, they're nearby. I could see him getting a big reaction. Again, I think he's going to do the social media agro, agro campaign to get more and people get talking about it. And get to reunite. That's not happening. Maybe. I don't think that's, that's probably not part of it. But. Why not? Because he doesn't want to share. If he wanted to yeah. share, he would have done an sync tour. Yeah. <laughs> but there were, t- there, were, there were tweets. We've been talking. I'm sure they have been. Dad. I believe that. I just I don't believe he's going to share the money from his tour with Insync. So Jefferson, do you tour. like Justin Timberlake? Nah, man, I'm not into that guy. I'm beyond with you. Yeah, and I'll I'm gonna disagree with you. I don't think he's making no comeback. You know how many people fell off <laughs> and they do tours and people still don't go and see them because people are interested in the new stuff. You know, like rappers and stuff like i don't think i'll be honest y'all might disagree with me but i don't think he's making no comeback Ooh, gen z z correspondent goes in i I get what you're saying Yeah, but you're you're asking the the gen z that's a dude of course he's gonna say that he ain't gonna give two shits about justin timberlake you think the young wait i don't think the young ladies like justin either no, nobody. Are nobody you even talking about serious? it. No, because of because of his like. Why Janet we need Jackson. Cara? No, because <laughs> like the Janet Jackson and all that. I think a lot look at, of look at Madonna. Look at Madonna. Madonna. They had old tours. people going. Let's yeah, go to Madonna that's, tour. That's, right. No, that's older people. I'm agreeing <laughs> with you, Jose. Old. It's going to be older people who go to Justin Timberlake. I think <laughs> I think Jefferson is wrong. Justin. I think Jefferson is oh, wrong. I think the nostalgia is going to make this man a lot of money. I think. What? Young pe- young guys, they don't know. Like everything in the, is in the now. Right. When you're younger, right, you don't right, know right. about the past. In the past, Justin Timberlake was Bad Listen, Bunny big, right? Not like, actually like, big. He probably was. Yeah. Like, so like, all those fans are gonna go. They're just let's they're just say now. like this: if the Battery Boys and New Kids on the Block can sell out arenas, yeah, exactly. Justin freaking Timberlake <laughs> yeah, can sell out damn arena. I, I agree. I agree. If if the if the B squad of the boy bands yes. can do it, then the A lister of the boy bands can absolutely do it. Um, yes. But I do think he has alienated people with the some of his stuff and like the book oh, by Brittany didn't help. So. He's gonna have to contend with that, but I think him cheating on his wife ain't help. Yeah, that won't help either. Uh, so yeah, all that stuff's not gonna help him sell tickets, but I think he'll still manage even with all of his scandals. I mean, he probably is gonna sell tickets, but like y'all said, to older people, probably like thirty year olds and forty year olds. I don't think like oh, yeah, I don't think I'll, you know what I'm saying. I don't people. think you're gonna see a twenty eighteen year old up in his concert, but I no, hope he makes yeah. money. You know. 
you know, it won't be like a resurgence. See, like he's not going to suddenly become a popular like artist again for everybody. He's just going to, you know, have a big tour for his fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't I be mean, yeah, so quick to people that support walk away. away. <laughs> by the way, it was just confirmed by page six that Taylor Swift is confirmed to attend the Super Bowl. Yeah, she can make it. Oh, and, all right. Anyways, Justin Timberlake. His Super Bowl's halftime show was boring. Yeah, that wasn't a, I yeah, it wasn't a great one. Good dancer. Danced a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh pretty good stuff there regardless. All right, we have time for a few questions. Let's move to that. You know what was trending? If you got if you got 1 billion dollars put in your bank account, what are you doing? I'm literally paying all my bills. That's the first you're buying you said, a, you said a million a billion you are getting one billion dollars put oh, in your bank account damn, man. what are you doing i'm da- i'm paying my bills and i'm buying a high-rise in manhattan then a suburban big-ass house then i'm buying a two-floor studio high-rise for the you're podcast already out of money already out of money <laughs> <laughs> Two places in Manhattan, you're already out of money. A billion? Yeah, that's a billion. This is billion. Yeah, I said, I'm, I'm, yes, I, I know. I'm being facetious, but also not really. Well, it's guess expensive. what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy. So I'm just going to buy real estate and pay my bills. That's the first thing I'm doing. You ever see the Lord of the Rings? Smaug, the big dragon who just sits on a pile of gold. That's yes, me. you. Just sitting on it. gonna be a troll staring, staring at it. And then everyone anyone looks at it funny, I'm gonna growl at them. I'm gonna defend it with my life. <laughs> We're not buying anything. I'm sitting on I mean I'll pay off my bills, probably. I'll definitely pay off my bills, but probably buy a house or something. But that the rest is just sitting there in a high high interest savings. I'm literally account. gonna just pay off all the guests I wanna have on my show after that. Get Aaron Rodgers. Here's a here's a, here's, a, here's, a, here's Hey, Aaron, here's $10 billion. Come on. <laughs> Let's talk about Ryan, it. Ryan, you're, you're going to be one of the people talking to me there. With Aaron? Yeah. Me and him, are, me and him get along just, really well, I bet. Does, can you imagine just the same room to start off? I mean, it'd be cool to meet Aaron Rodgers, I suppose. Man, after the Jets article this week, the team's not winning with him. Let's do it, Aaron. Either win oh, me a Jose, Super Bowl what are you doing a with a billion dollars? A I'm going to buy an island. I'm going to buy an island. And an island. All the, women, <laughs> all the women to my island. And <laughs> Every woman ever? Any woman I want that I find attractive. The fat ones, no need to apply. Oh, it's paid. You're paying. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, obviously you're gonna be paying we love bigger, to do something. We love bigger women. We love all women of all shapes and sizes. Uh, this is uh, amazing, yeah. man. incredibly illegal. You can't pay them to come listen, here. Listen, <laughs> listen. A lot of people listen. got in trouble for stuff like that. I, I give you this: fat girls can't apply, but not the fat girls where their bellies are bigger than where their titties at. I'm all right. They can stay. <laughs> we love all women here. On hey, you could, you could uh, fix them, huh? They fixable. You got all that damn bread. So you know what I'm saying? Couple surgeries. Yeah, ain't my freaking job. You go let them go find their billion. Shit. Nah, man. Yo, you selfish. We're just talking over. You said you're gonna pay these women to come to an island. Yeah, to do stuff for me. You're gonna end up on a list. You're gonna end up on a list. (laughs) What are you doing, buddy? I'm all right. Whatever. (laughs) Jefferson, what are you doing with a billion dollars? 
man, me with a billion dollars, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody out the hood, my, like, my family, you know. First, my mom buys that my house. You know, my nice. family out of my country. You know what I'm saying? Jesus, can you think you're Nelson Mandela or something? You know, get everybody yes. out the hood. Yeah, everybody, man. Like first it comes, you know, the family. Then you, I'm not. I mean, I want a nice woman, but I'm not taking every damn woman to the island like you, man. Listen, the real question (laughs) is how how much money you gonna give the church? That's the real question. Oh yeah, woo! Of course, man. At least you know a million. You know, million. Nah, don't don't give a million to the church. You find someone else to give a million dollars to do twice as much good. I mean, we have like. A billion, like you never run out of that. Oh, investment, man, invest your money. Yo, he's right, right. Up there with Elon Musk. Investment money. I got one billion dollars. I don't need more. I need. I got <laughs> twenty. I got twenty-five more years, probably good years to live. And you think I'm gonna go invest that shit? <laughs> but what if I don't what if need you more. more than thirty years? <laughs> huh? And then you're broke by the time. I mean, you're right, man. Like. By the time you age, what you gonna do with all that damn money? You right spell all of it. I check my mind. No more investment. Yo, no. <laughs> I, I, there you go. I'll probably be on drugs, doing other things I shouldn't be doing that Jesus won't like, and I'll probably be yeah. gone by the time my billions, probably, billions are gone. Someone else gonna come over here and eat the money after you gone. So yeah, you're right, man. Spell all that. Yeah, yeah. Screw them. After you're gone, you don't care. You're gone. Hey, once you're gone, man, everything. In a hide mine in a cave somewhere. <laughs> You know what? Never gonna find it. <laughs> just, just to have Jefferson on, we'll have we have time for one more question. Mm-hmm. Name me some conspiracy theories you guys actually believe. Oh, we can go. We're about to cut this podcast short. <laughs> Remember, don't say the I word. Yeah, no, they don't. That like reminds that. with that rhymes with Bugatti. <laughs> But everything else, just give me since Jefferson's uh, on. Uh, Jefferson, why don't you give us some conspiracy theories you believe in? I believe in like love is not for everyone. I guess that is conspiracy. What? Bro, what I'm not evil. <laughs> I you, believe that's love is not for everybody. The conspiracy theory. I don't know. I don't that's know, conspiracy. I mean, that's true. Love it. That's, that's <laughs> fact. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I that's still not like it. It's a theory, though. Think about it. How is it a theory? Wait, he said think about it. Let us give him the explanation. Think about it for a second. Let me try to explain myself. Let me see if I can explain myself. I'm not good in English when they make me present and stuff, but let me see. Uh, Let's say, right? Nah, you right, man. I'm not going to even try to explain myself. Man. Y'all know what it is, man. Well, I agree with you. Conspiracy theory, no, I, I agree with you. Um, you, want to, you want to hear a conspiracy theory? Zero. This is true. So, no, no, no. You know who Cal Ripken is? I do. Cal Ripken Jr., baseball player, right? One of the best players to ever play. Hall of Famer, right? So there was this... Um, cons- there is this conspiracy. He was known to have. Um, all right, let me get this right. Wait, let me get this right. Conspiracy for. Costner. All right, we all know him. All right, here here's the conspiracy. Right, so allegedly, on August 14, nineteen ninety seven. Right. This is in between Cal Cal Ripken Jr. is known 
to have this long um he's known to be have the most consecutive games ever played in baseball like mm-hmm. over 2500 straight games right so in the middle of this streak in 1997 there was a blackout for a for a Baltimore Orioles game outright canceled the game so that's weird why do they say for a blackout that can easily be fixed well the story goes and allegedly that Cal Rifkin Jr. saw his wife cheating on him with legendary Hollywood actor Kevin Costner, and they got in a big fight. And ultimately, it ended to a point where Cal Rifkin was so pissed, he didn't even want to play the game, risking his consecutive game streak. So the Orioles canceled the game for him because he got in a fight with somebody who apparently slept with his wife. I mean, yeah. You're not allowed to talk about him in media tours if he ever comes on. Who, Kevin Costner? Either Cal Ruka Jr. specifically. I know the part in my take guys tried to get it out of him. There's no evidence. There's no um, discussion on this. I think there might be something to it. You're saying Cal Ripken won't talk about Kevin Kevin Costner Costner bejewing his wife and also causing the game. Because they don't want to admit that they canceled a game for him specifically for that. What if Kevin? You, what if you've never met Kevin Costner, but every time you tried to do an interview, they always said, hey, Kevin Costner, you never met him? Is it true he was doing your life? I could see why he might be like, don't ask me about Kevin Costner. I don't know him. I don't care to know him. This is ridiculous. But, I mean, it might be true. I don't know. There's a whole There's a whole podcast based on it. Again, it might be true. I'm not, I'm not denying that. It sounds plausible. Do you believe it's true, Jose? You ever and have you guys actually ever heard of this? No, it's the first time I'm hearing it. I, first time I heard this. Yeah, it's like 25 years old. The podcast is called The Rumor. If you want to check it out, hmm, I'll look into that. Well, I don't have a fun baseball conspiracy, but my uncle coached Mo Vaughn in Cal Ripken League. Hmm. So there we go. That's my connection to Kyle Ripken. He has a league now, right? It's like Little League, but Kyle Ripken League, and my uncle coached it. And Mo Vaughn was there, one of his uh, one of his uh, kids. And then Mo Vaughn went to be a professional baseball player, like Kyle Ripken. Look at that. Jose, do you think it happened? The Kyle Ripken story? Yeah. Of course not. So Ooh, they, right. so it legitimately though. So they just the Baltimore Camden Yards was doing a terrible job lighting the field that day. I mean, if I will if it's true. I hope Cobra can fuck them up, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> but, yeah, what about you, Jefferson? Do you think it happened? Nah, I don't think that happened, man. Man, I think it did. <laughs> Tell you what, man, I'll agree with you just so you have some friends. I'll say it did happen. No, it's fine. I know you don't believe it either. I don't believe but... it any. <laughs> but it should be this interesting stuff. Interesting, interesting stuff. And uh, my final question for today, everybody. What is the absolute worst thing you've ever had at a restaurant? And you don't have to name the restaurant if you don't want to, but you went to a place, you wasted your money. And you wound up leaving disappointed, angry, and devastated. Was it because of the food or because of something Because else? of the food. <laughs> but if you have a funnier story because it was something else, you should feel free to share. <laughs> it's hard. So I'm going to go first. I'm thinking. 
if it's food, the worst place I ever had was a blue cheese hamburger. Yeah. That was just, I never had blue cheese before. And I was like, whatever. And what's that, what's that spot in Sono? Bur- the Burger Barn? Burger Bistro? Yeah, that place sucks so bad. That place does suck. <laughs> yeah, they definitely they're definitely not a sponsor us, but they crashed. Never been, yeah. It's been a long time since I went, but I don't remember. But now I can't. <laughs> I went to a place in near Rochester, New York, where I went to college. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely don't remember the name of the restaurant. This is not me defending this restaurant, I promise. It was around graduation time. And I was with other people. So like it was it was a nice day, right? And so I didn't really know what to get. So I got this like lemon risotto thing. And it was just the grossest pasta thing I've ever had in my entire life. It had like pine nuts in it. It was horrible. The lemon just it was not, it was a too much lemon. On, it was so gross. The texture was bad. The flavor was bad. I ate like literally a quarter of it. And then I just ate like a bunch of bread from like the bread bowl and you ate bread. Ordered, you ordered, ordered a pizza. Bread. Ordered a pizza when I got home. It was so bad. I couldn't even make myself t- like. They're like, "Would you like a box?" And I was. I've never said no faster in my entire life. You like, should have no. taken. You probably made them feel bad. I still take a box and throw it away, or give it to them. No, the I don't want a box. Why? Wow, I'm going to throw it away. They can to serve throw it to the animals. Whatever they can serve it to the animals, not me. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> you got one, Jeffrey. I'm thinking on so. there, yo, bro. Nah. I got a story. I, I got one if you don't got one. All right, man. I'm going to let you go. You got it. All right. So it's not really the restaurant. It's the person. So I had a blind date. And um, she was a cute little girl. We, I took her to Famous Pizza. And um, so she had to go to the bathroom. And she came back from the bathroom. And she must have had, she was like, been gone for like, 15 minutes. Damn. And um, she came back and she kind of smelled like crap. <laughs> so nothing tastes great after. And, like we were at Famous eating pizza and like she smelled so bad that the pizza starts tasting like that. And I was like, I had to go. So I just paid and bounced. I didn't even say goodbye or anything. I just, I couldn't take that smell. I was just like how Ryan was just like, I, I just wanted to throw up. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll be yeah. honest. That's, that's kind of like it's fair. If something smells bad, it does ruin the way things. <laughs> like how you ruin famous. That's what happens when you're a player. Some turn out good, some don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jefferson is calling you out on your player ways, but nah, listen, man. I'm, I'm just hating. I'm, I'm, I didn't start hanging around him. He's a <laughs> man. You might you you learn some things. I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm, I'm Jose, come that. back to Coles, man, and come visit. I'm, I'm banned from Coles. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> you flirt around with all the customers. <laughs> I wish oh, it was not. I remember. Oh, go ahead. No, I just remember. Um, uh, I had bad calamod calamod once. Where somebody left the uh, plastic on by accident. What a disgrace. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. Also, plastic. So now you knew it was Got frozen. a free meal. Got a free meal out of it. 
by saying this is plastic on this. Yeah. So I'd have to pay. And then I left. That, that, that means they definitely took it out of the freezer. So that's strike yep. one. And they, they didn't, didn't even bother it. to cook it. And then they didn't take it out of the freezer correctly to get the plastic off. So it was mm. frozen, which is already bad for a restaurant. They should make it themselves. And they didn't even do it right because they left the plastic. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable. That's horrible. Stuff. That is crazy. Well, guys, I think this is a great time to cap this off. Incredible job, Jefferson. Awesome debut. Great job, as always, Ryan and Jose. And we see you you next week with whatever crazy stuff we have going on. See you later, Matt. Yeah. This is a very productive conversation. All right. Great debut by Jefferson. So happy to have you. You really did an incredible job. Kudos to you. And also... A great job by Ryan and Jose, as always. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, exit Twitter at ProgCobblePod, we're on TikTok at Productive Conversations, and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So we are back next week. We have our, our official Super Bowl preview. That will air on Wednesday, and then we will do another tweet cap for you on Friday. So two shows next week. Wednesday, our official Super Bowl preview, and then Friday, we will do another tweet cap. So we will have a great week next week. Everybody have a wonderful first weekend in February, and January took like, it felt like it took forever for January, but we're in Feb. For, uh, what am I saying? It took forever to get through January, but we're about to get through February, and let's make the most of this month. So we will see you with that. I want to thank Jefferson Garcia, Jose Rivera, and Ryan Page for coming on the show today. Thank you to Doloren for what he does behind the scenes. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always supporting us and being the very best fan pace a podcast can ask for. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family, and I'll see you on Wednesday. Let's have a great weekend, everybody. Peace.